Hey Siri, give me H-Town soccer. Talking all things Houston Dynamo FC. This is the official Dynamo Theory Podcast. We are Forever Orange. Hi, everyone. Good morning. Thank you for joining us here today at PNC Stadium as we introduce the next head coach of Houston Dynamo FC. Just a quick overview. We'll get started here with questions or opening statements and then questions from journalists in uh, at PNC Stadium. And then we have a portion for everybody on Zoom. So with that, I'll turn it over to the club owner and chairman, Ted Siegel. Welcome, everybody. Uh, thank you for coming out today. Uh, hope that all of you have voted or uh, plan to uh, at the conclusion of this conference. Um, have a round of congratulations that I want to start with. Uh, congratulations to the Astros for their World Series title. Uh, to our friends at LAFC for winning the MLS Cup. To the Dash, which I haven't been able to uh, publicly recognize for their first ever playoff appearance. And to Jessica O'Neill for her promotion to Chief Operating Officer of the Houston Dynamo Football Club and uh, to Kenny Bundy uh, for uh, re-signing uh, with the organization. And uh, lastly, to Pat Onstad and Asher Mendelson for leading the process that brings us here today. And the biggest congratulations going uh, to Ben Olson as the new head coach of the Houston Dynamo Football Club. Ben's accomplishments as a coach and player are too many to list, but include, as a player, multiple MLS Cups and Supporter Shields, tenure as a best 11 member in the league and longtime service on the U.S. men's national team. As a coach, uh, Ben ranks among the top 10 winningest in MLS history. He led D.C. United to six playoff appearances, led the club to a 2013 U.S. Open Cup title, and was named 2014 MLS Coach of the Year. Ben stood out among the candidates for his league experience and his track record of getting the best out of his teams and his commitment to our project here in Houston. His teams were consistent playoff contenders, and it's a testament to Ben's ability to develop and motivate players. Indeed, his competitive nature is legendary in MLS and stood out to me in this process. This competitiveness is in line with our objectives for this organization. I've learned over the past year and a half that it's not easy to overcome a culture of complacency when it's taken root in an organization. It takes new players uh, who commit to our mission. It takes leadership in our business operations, starting with Jess. It takes front office leadership in Pat and Asher. And it takes a driven head coach like Ben, who, by the way, is very committed to this project uh, and knows what our fans in Houston expect and deserve. It takes all of us working together toward a goal of excellence. And so uh, it's a new era here in Houston. Welcome, Ben Olson. And as I've concluded many of these, uh, let's hold it down and get to work. Opening remarks. Um, first, first and foremost, thanks. Thank you for coming today. Uh, fantastic turnout. So, thank you very much. Um, and I'll kind of echo uh, Ted's Ted's words. He said, "Please vote today. Make sure you go out and vote. That's important. It's uh, probably the most important thing that we'll do today. Uh, so, make sure you go out and vote." Uh, n number two, congratulations to the Astros. 
uh, it's nice to see a championship being raised. And, and I know uh, a lot of you were there and got to see the celebrations. And it's something I know that we're striving for here at the club, uh, which brings me to the gentleman on my left. Um, ben and I have a history together. And uh, we, we have, I've known and worked for him for a couple of years in DC. But we have a history that dates back um, uh, before that when we were competitors. And uh, as Ted had mentioned, uh, ben was one of the fiercest competitors I ever played against. I was fortunate to get, uh, get to know him a little bit after games, and we, I was talking, me mentioning this to him. He doesn't remember it, but for me, it stands out. After a game at uh, Robertson Stadium, we kind of talked just kind of the state of DC United, Houston, the weather here, and he was complaining, of course, about how, how horrible it was. But um, there was an incident that took place at the time uh, at, at the club where one, one of our fans uh, uh, made a comment towards one of their players that was uh, racially uh, uh, toned, and it, and it wasn't, wasn't good. So Ben and I had spoken about it, and I remember calling him almost just out of the blue and saying, hey, listen, I just want to represent our club as players and as a staff and as, as a group that uh, this is not what we represent. And one thing I would say is like Ben took that to his group, and right away I could tell that there was a good character there. So for me, that's kind of where our friendship started, uh, not necessarily on the, on the right terms, uh, but in the end, uh, a gentleman here that is straightforward and in this competitive uh, as Ben is. So uh, a few things I think that we looked at as we did the search, uh, a second search for, for a head coach. What we learned kind of from last time was uh, that we were up against time, and time was important. Uh, so when we made the decision uh, to let Paulo go and Kenny Bundy to take over, uh, who did a great job for us, was to give us some time to make sure that we talked to a lot of people. Uh, and we did that. We, um, you know, both between Asher and I, we spoke to a lot of people in the search. Uh, and Ben kept coming, we kept coming back to Ben, somebody who believed in our project, uh, believes in what we're trying to build here, um, and a guy that I know who I've worked with uh, and that I can trust, and a person that, that wants to work in a collaborative uh, way to make sure that we become a better club. Uh, so we're excited uh, to have Ben Olson as our new head coach here in Houston. Uh, and I want to thank you for, for taking this opportunity and taking this challenge on. Thank you. Thank you. Good afternoon, everyone. Congrats to the Astros. Um, I thought the parade was initially for me. <laughs> but I really realized quickly that was not the case. Uh, very cool. It is inspiring to see championships in the cities. Uh, quick hi to my wife and kids back in D.C. Uh, they're looking forward to coming down south and getting to know this diverse and, and proud city. Start by thanking ownership group, Ted Siegel, Lyle Ace, for this trust in me with this project. It's one I believe in strongly, and their vision for the club is a huge part of why I'm here today. With Pat Onstead's guidance, the resources, and the building blocks that have been already laid, I'm confident in this new era of the Houston Dynamo. To the supporters, this is one of the great MLS clubs. You've seen the highs and lows, and I respect your past as I've battled against your legends like Ching, D. Rowe, Boswell, and even Pat Onstead. What you can count on is I will give you everything I have to put a team out there that you're proud of and resonates with the great culture that exists here in Houston. We have a lot of work to do. The immediate focus will be on improving the roster. We have a strong core with promising prospects but we need to add more quality and depth. Secondly, we as a staff need to make sure the players are clear on their roles to execute a proactive and effective game model. And lastly, we need to continue to improve 
the club's mentality and culture that has been on the wrong side of the playoff line too many times in the past decade. I'm not here to sell you on me. The results and the way the team plays in the coming seasons will ultimately be the test. But now I'm excited by this challenge and ready to get to work. Thank you. Thank you for that. Now we'll open it up to questions. If you have a question, please raise your hand and we'll grab the microphone for you. So we'll go ahead and start with this gentleman right there on the right. Hi, thanks guys. Uh, name's Josh Spencer, one of the leadership for Texting Army, one of the supporters groups here. So first off, Ben, um, I grew up watching you play, uh, was always a fan, so happy to have you here. Nice to meet you. Um, my question is, um, I think when we were talking about Paulo last uh, season, uh, we said that ultimately we weren't expecting to win any championships, but what we were looking for was progress. And we finished in the exact same position this season that we did last season. So I guess my question is going forward for this, and that was one of the reasons why I think Paulo was let go. So my, I guess my question is for this next season, what are your expectations as far as playoffs, where we're going to finish, you know, do you have any kind of metrics that you're looking to hit in this next season? Josh, you want me to take that one? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I, yes, you're correct. We have we were in the exact same spot. Um, what was it? Six points, I think it was, or something like that. Improvement. That's not enough to to make any any dent. Um, so I wouldn't pretend to say that. Hey, we made a giant giant strides. Uh, one thing I would say is when we inherited the roster, uh, a few things I've learned as we've gone through the season, uh, there wasn't a lot of flexibility. Um, I think uh, when we look, looked at the group, uh, it wasn't exactly where I thought it was. I think I probably underestimated the area that we, that we need most improvement. Uh, and in terms of metrics and how we're going to do that, I think one of the reasons we, not I think, I, I know one of the reasons we hired Ben. Uh, as, as we realized, we talked about this, and I talked about this before last year, so I talked about a proactive style of soccer. I don't know how many times I banged that drum. And I don't think that's what we saw. So when you talk about progress, uh, for us, that was uh, the piece, I think, that, that ultimately what, why we made the decision. We didn't feel like we had a game model to be proud of or something that fans could latch on to and say, hey, this is how we play in Houston. Um, so that was one of the exciting things when we were going out in uh, – interviewing candidates is to talk through the game model that we see, that we believe in. Um, and when I say we, it's uh, Asher Mendelson, the technical director, and myself. Uh, and Ben was uh, one of these candidates, and uh, there were others too, but Ben embraced this and said, yeah, I want to build this with you guys. Um, so you'll see there'll be some hires in the next you know, four to six weeks. There'll be some hires that will help explain that in terms of director of methodology and analytics component that will help measure, you know, what we're trying to do. But uh, we need progress, and progress ultimately, as much as it is nice to find out, did we, you know, do we regain the, the ball in the attacking third X amount of times? The bigger progress is are we getting enough points to get in the playoffs? And we, I still believe this group can make the playoffs, and I'll, I'll never stop saying that every season. I don't know if that answers your question, Josh. Up next, we'll go with Luis here in the back. Luis Ortiz. Yeah. Luis Ortiz with Telemundo Houston. Ben, welcome to, uh, welcome to Houston. Thank you. First off, uh, you mentioned that the immediate goal is to improve the roster. From looking at what you have, what do you feel you need the most improvement and what pieces are, are you looking for? And for Ted, you have 10 open roster spots. So is that a sign for fans that they can get excited as far as you're going to strengthen the team through signings and how aggressive will you be? It, it's a tough question. I, I don't want to get too much into the roster. I know I'm kind of skirting that a little bit. Um, I've, I've been here one day, 
uh, and I've been in an office with Asher and Pat uh, a little bit, but I, I, I haven't even sat down with the, the individual players yet. Um, so I'd like to do that first before I start commenting on players and um, in, in a specific way. I think that's fair to them. Uh, but I will say that uh, the, the core is strong, uh, as, as I said before, uh, but it has to be enhanced. We have to push this roster. Uh, as you look around the league, in particular the West, uh, you know, there's some serious teams that, that have some, uh, some talented rosters, not only you know, 1 through 11, but uh, the league is, is such that now they're bringing people off the bench that are high caliber and with great resumes. So uh, I think that's where it starts. Uh, I got a lot of trust in, in Pat and, and Asher that um, they're, they're, they're very good at identifying those players. Uh, and certainly an ownership that the resources are going to be there uh, if we find the right players to enhance our group uh, to support that. And to your question, 10 ros open roster spots certainly creates an opportunity, and, and as uh, Ben alluded to there, and as I've said many times, uh, my job is to provide the resources to, to these guys and not make the decisions that they're ultimately uh, responsible for making, but certainly it's an opportunity with that many roster spots open. Up next, we'll go with Sam, then we'll go with Victor. Hi, Ben. My name is Sam from Africa Sports Network. Hi, Sam. I'm doing a journey that talks MLS here in Houston. I love it. <laughs> um, congratulations. You are one of the fantastic eight to have taken a team to the playoff, you know, more than four or five times. And what a huge privilege for you, Dom, for us to have you here in Houston. My question is this. You spoke about the culture of this team, you know, you spoke about the identity. I want to ask you, what attracted you to this project as you describe it? Uh, relationships with people that I trust in coming here, in particular with Pat, uh, a, a, a fresh ownership uh, with, uh, uh, that, that I also grew to enjoy being around and, and, and trust, uh, the resources that uh, they are putting into the club, uh, not, not just players, right? It's more than just players. It's uh, support around myself and my staff. It's infrastructure. Uh, so uh, it, it's the commitment to fan base. You know, to, to dig out of where we're at as a club, it, it takes um, enhancing so many areas of the club. Uh, so, so those were very, very important to me. Uh, uh, ability to hire uh, a complete staff to... I got some faults. I ain't perfect. And I need a lot of people. I need a lot of help around me. Uh, I know what those uh, profiles of uh, people look like. And uh, they've uh, assured me that I can go get those people to uh, make myself whole and, and make this staff uh, as, as good as possible. Up next, we'll go with Victor right here in the front. Thank you. Victor Eisen for the striker. Um, Ben, when you talk about resources, one of the things um, we have to outline in D.C., you had two great players, or, or one great player, um, in the second all-time leader in, in, in goals in the Premier League in, in Wayne Rooney, uh, Luciano Acosta, who this year finished as the uh, assist uh, leader in MLS, players uh, any club would like to have. Um, when you look at the roster here, the guys that are already booked in those DP spots, uh, you know, talent-wise, they, they look a little bit, a level down, not to be disrespectful. Um, 
without what you did in DC, without being able to succeed with those two players, what makes you think you can be successful here? From everything uh, the club has outlined to you. Well, I, I would argue that uh, um, that the DPs that are here are at a very high level. Um, Hector, we haven't seen the best of him, right? It's an interesting year for him coming in. You have the World Cup on the horizon, some, some injuries, transition to a new league. I think we're going to see a whole other um, Hector Herrera next year for this club. Um, he's going to be a huge piece. He's one guy we'll speak about. Uh, because I know he's going to be here and he's going to be a huge part of, of this. Karaskia uh, is a player I'm, I'm very uh, excited to work with. And, and, and Ferreira, um, you know, he scores goals. You know, Wayne Rooney scored goals or Ferreira scores goals. It's the same thing. Uh, we need to keep adding him, his numbers up to 15, 20, 20 goals uh, a year. So I'm not worried about necessarily the roster um, and, and how to be successful also because we have – about 10 spots to, to fill those. So that's our responsibility now uh, to, to make sure those spots are filled in the right way, in a responsible way, but uh, pushing this, th th this club forward. And that's, that's ultimately how we're going to be successful. Nice follow-up. Um, do you believe with the current roster uh, is good enough to, to get to the playoffs and, and be successful in the playoffs? R right now? I, I, think, I, I think it's it's close, um, but it's a hard question to answer because we're going to add four, five, six, seven players over the next month to make this team into what I will believe is a playoff, uh, a playoff team. I'm confident, again, in, in um, the players that we have that we're looking at every day uh, and that we, we have the ability and resources and the, the, the cap room to add to this group to be a playoff team. But... Uh, that's a tough question because there's six, seven leaving right now, and, and we, we've got a lot of, lot of holes to fill. Somebody ducked that if. If anybody on Zoom has questions, please use the raise my hand option. We'll take a few more here from the audience. If anybody else would like to ask a question, we'll go to Daniel Gutera there in the back. Daniel Gotero, KHU, welcome, uh, Ben Thank Houston. Um, Pat, you're, and you know, you've known him for a long time, but th this process is a little different when you're yep. trying to bring him on as a head coach. Those conversations, those initial, initial conversations, what really stu stood out to you about his mindset about taking over this this, uh, this role? Uh, a couple of things. I mean, part of it's his background, you know, um, and, and I know we keep harping on this, but uh, he's 45 years old. He's a he's a young young coach in our league. Um, one of the, one of the things he's got, <laughs> he's, uh, you know, he's made the playoffs six times. There's not many. There's not many. Uh, there's not many coaches that have done that at, at his age. So I think that that part was exciting that we had a young coach. Uh, the other part, when you talk about, uh, you know, what stood out was the fact that he was he was excited about the project and excited about the game model that we want to try to implement. This proactive style. I'll keep harping on this, but for us to kind of discover how we're going to do this, how we're going to coach this, how we're going to be this team that's on the field that that plays on the front foot, that people can be proud of, that people can say that's the Houston Dynamo way. So I, uh, that for me was, uh, I think, the, tur the turning point for us uh, when we had these conversations. And uh, there were a lot of people in our club 
that were part of these conversations uh, where we sat in a room and we talked talk through these things. So it wasn't just myself sitting in a room and, and having dinner with Ben. Uh, there were, I think, six, six, seven people in a room having these conversations. And uh, it was a different way, I think, to interview people. But I think we got a, a much better feel for the candidates that we spoke with. We'll go to Luis here in the back, then we'll go to Mark and wrap up here with Chris. Uh, ben, how would you describe your coaching style? What kind of soccer can we expect next season? Uh, you know, I think it's always dependent on on the team and the group. Um, in the past, I, I guess if you wanted to stereotype me as a coach, uh, that you know my teams were gritty, uh, they punched above their weight, uh, they were tough to play against. Um, the uh, I'm sure the, the the blogs would be saying it's very defensive uh, and and not as pleasing to watch. Um, so, uh, but effective. And, and uh, the, the challenge here now is with these players um, changing that game model that we had in DC United uh, to a more proactive style that, that Pat's been talking about. A little bit more front foot, a little bit more exciting, uh, higher shots on goal, um, and uh, again, just a, a little bit more of a, a fast pace proactive style and uh, I, that's a challenge I'm really looking forward to uh, and I feel with the support I have now uh, in the back rooms with my staff and the ability to bring in the right people uh, I think we'll be able to implement that uh, in, a, in, a, in a very very sound way and, and make sure the players are, are very clear on how uh, their roles within that structure and you know we, we talk about the things that have to get better here and it's players okay Obviously, right. Uh, but it's it's making sure they're sound in, in the game model and clear on their roles, uh, and then it's mentality. And uh, I, I I like to think that 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 third part is something that I can instill in these players, where we are very very tough to play against. Uh, I don't want to say nasty, but uh, uh, nasty. nasty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and too many times, and, and again, I don't want to talk too much about the past here um, uh, but the recent past th th there's a little bit of a lack of soul and, and fight in this group and uh, it was there when this clubs first started again I don't want to go into the past but you knew when you were coming here you were getting your ass kicked it was gonna be hot and you were gonna get beat up uh, and and you knew the dynamo way and it was effective now can we can we bring some of that back now in, into more of a modern game model uh, that is unique to us. Uh, I think that's the challenge here uh, and, and one I'm, I'm looking forward to trying to implement. I, I want to actually uh, kind of go on that as well because I think Ben hit on the head what we're missing here too at times. I think this year we're, was frustrating is we were missing some nastiness. We were missing some competitiveness um, and it's something that he talked about and I know talk about the past, but when you think of an Eddie Robinson, a Brian Ching throwing a little bit of an elbow, a Ricardo Clark tackle, uh, you know, Jeff Cameron going through somebody, we, we miss that at this club. And when I say Dynamo way, we need to be competitive. Uh, and Ben Olsen, that, that's who he is. I talked about the beginning when I first met him. I mean, this is, this is who he was as a player, and it's who he is as a coach. Uh, and that's, that's a piece that we definitely uh, didn't have last year, uh, and I know we're going to have that this year. Up next, we'll go with Mark right here in the front. 
Well, Ted, I was going to ask you one thing. Now I'm going to ask you this. What is it like for you as the owner, majority owner, sitting here listening to your new coach and your GM talk about lacking nasty and want to add it? <laughs> it's something that we talked about in the interview process, so it's not surprising to me. And we're all on the same page of that. Uh, the, like I said in my introductory remarks, we need a little bit of a culture change across our organization, a little less complacency, and a little bit more nasty and aggressiveness. Let me ask you one other follow-up, and I guess you, you and Pat talk, touched on it a bit, but after what the process y'all used to hire your first coach as majority owner, how much did that help you get to where you wanted to get to hire, to hire Ben in terms of what you went through then and now? Well, uh, I, I think we imparted the lessons learned uh, from the last process, and, and we had the luxury of time here. And, uh, and, and, and so we could be a little bit more methodical and thoughtful about every step of the process. And, uh, and I think we're very satisfied with the end result. We'll wrap up here with Chris here in the back. Hi, uh, Mr. Ben. Hi, Chris. Yeah, I'm Chris from African Sports Network. Congratulations in your new um, position. Thank and, you. Um, no doubt your resume says so much about the kind of person you are and what you're about to bring into the team. Well, you last coached DC about two years ago, so for two years you'll be out of active soccer. And if you go through two years from then and now, MLS has risen from here to another level. You just know it's amazing the way the game has grown in the American the past two years. Just saw the amazing final within um, yep. LAFC and Philly. So what do you think you can um, bring him back to style? Like, well, how can you imbibe the new culture? Because we're trying to get people to come to the games, to watch his games. And so there's a certain level of soccer that the fans want to see from the players to attract them to want to come back. So back on style, are you going to be conservative or are you going to go full of attack? And also, lastly, what do you have to improve the IQ and the EQ of these players to make them perform at optimum performance? That's a lot to take in, man. <laughs> <laughs> the ball is still round, isn't it, after all this, these just two years? Yeah. Um, let, let me address the two years first. You know, I, I think it's important for people to understand where I was. Um, you know, I, I spent 10 years coaching um, nonstop, and this is a tough job. And after 10 years, uh, I felt like I needed to step away and, and take a different look at, uh, at life, frankly. So uh, I, I tried some different things. I worked in the women's league as a president for the Washington Spirit. Ended up being the GM uh, there as well. Uh, I did some television, which I'm sure you've seen it. wasn't that great, uh, but I did it. And uh, and so so I got these other looks at at, uh, at the sport of soccer, which was which was nice. I wanted to do that. I wanted to see. I was in the coaching lane so long. I wanted to see what else was out there. And I would say about six months ago to a year, being back in the arena, being back up here. Uh, being in the locker room, there was an itch growing in me, and it, it was growing and growing and growing. And it was important for me to step away to realize that I need to be back here. Uh, so that, that, uh, that, that was, and, and as far as the game itself, sometimes stepping away from something, right, we've all done it, stepping away, gives you a little bit more perspective on, on the game as well, and just sitting down and watching, not in the, the bubble of a team. Uh, so sitting down with Pat and, and talking about this proactive style, uh, it really excited me. Um, DC United, at times, we were very, very pragmatic. Uh, the goal was to make playoffs any way possible. And 
uh, more times than not, we re re um, resorted into uh, kind of a mid-block defensive line looking for transition soccer. Uh, that's not the goal here. That's, that's not uh, what I'm, I'm here to do. Uh, I'm here to excite the fan base, make sure we have the right culture and spirit, but also play uh, in a way that uh, the fans are proud uh, to be a, a, a part of this club. And, and, and uh, we need more fans in. And how do you do that? You win, you score goals, you, you play a style where they show up and, and, and are enjoying themselves. I cover at least half of those questions. Yeah. That's a good one to close on. Thank you very much for joining us. We'll be uh, taking photos here shortly, so we'll move the table off the stage, and uh, we'll take that here shortly.